Well, welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, we are going to talk about Taman's Guilty, um, which is his fourth mini album or EP. And we're going to do a deep dive into Jungkook's debut album um, called Golden. But before we get into that, we're going to start with our K-Music Picks of the Week. So Amber, what's your pick of the week? My pick this week is In Hypen's Bite Me. I don't know. I had it on like my playlist a while ago, but I don't know. Recently, over the past couple of weeks, I've been listening to it more. Hmm. So yeah, that's my pick of the week. What is yours? My pick of the week is Kidult. I think that's how you say it. Because it's like kid and adult. A Kidult by 17. Honestly, I was just randomly thinking about it a few days ago. Um, I don't know how I was thinking about it. It just came up to me. Uh, but like, I just... It's such a good song because the riffs are really good. Um, specifically DK's part. Um, it's just I don't know, it, it just randomly pops into my mind at times and I was and I listened to it recently and I was like, Oh, I forgot how much I really enjoyed this song. So yeah, that's it. Okay, so uh now we're just gonna start with Taman's album his fourth mini album called guilty we're gonna start with our overall thoughts uh talk about our favorite songs and he came out with a music video for the title track guilty so uh what's your overall thoughts about Taman's album i mean this in the best way possible and use because like usually when i say flesh stuff like this it's like a negative thing but i mean this in the most positive way possible it's a Taman album <laughs> like it's just him um, I, I mean, I'm used to expecting this from him, but it's not in a bad way. Like, normally I'm like, nobody changes up their sound. It's really bad, but, like, it works for him for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because he changes it, like, slightly each time, but it just, mm-hmm. it just works. Um, so, yeah, that was my thought. I just really, I liked it. It was good. I will say the only negative thing that I really have is that, like, I think Rizness was a little cheesy. Like, I've, I've never heard someone say, I, okay, I've heard someone say, like, oh, they got Riz. Never in my life heard someone say Rizness. So it just made it feel, like, cheesy and almost sounded like, and like a, like a, <laughs> like an older person that's, like, trying to be hip, kind of. And so immediately when I was, like, ah, and it sucked because, like, this, it, like, the song sounds so good, but the, <laughs> the Rizness just throws me off every time so that's that's really the only like negative thing i had to say um but yeah what are your thoughts melissa i don't know though saying the business is cheesy is a negative like thing to say because it's true because it is cheesy you know um i mean (laughs) my thought was that i agree with you that (laughs) you know it kind of reminded me of like when dropping came out (laughs) um I don't know. It's like, why do they keep trying to make up words that no one is going to say? Um, but I don't know. Um, but I mean, yeah, I agree with you that it's a Taman album. Um, and I agree that that's, you know, it's a, that's actually, that's something positive. Because, you know, I like that his music is a, always a little bit out of the box. It's, it's, and he doesn't really like pander to any one specific group. Um, and the other, th- other thought I had was that, you know, he just kind of does the music that he wants to do. And that was pretty 
much my thoughts. I mean, I liked it. I liked more of the songs. I think after the first listen, I wasn't sure if I liked it. I think there was maybe like one song that I like for sure, for sure liked after when I first heard it. But after um a couple listens, like I I like the majority of the songs. I mean, there's and there's not that many of them. I think there's only like six songs. Um, and I like like genuinely like maybe like four out of the six, not including the Rissness. <laughs> so <laughs> the choreo is kind of cool though. The choreo for the Rissness is kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I saw a snippet of when he performed it live. Um, but I mean, that's not surprising because he's really good at <laughs> dancing. I don't know. Anyways, okay. I just want to say, like, they didn't even have to say the Rizness. They, they, they could have been like, I got the Riz and just like drawn out like Riz. Like, I got the Riz. Like, that, that's all that had to be done. <laughs> Ness was, <laughs> there was no need to put Ness on the end. <laughs> Well, like I said, it was. It sounds like they're just trying to be trendy, but interpreting mm-hmm. the trend. Mm-hmm. But it's so sad because we're like this. We're the same age, so it's like, <laughs> like he's like not giving millennials. No, like he's just thing. like confirming what Gen Z is saying about us. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Sorry. That's all. That's all I had to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. That being said, there were some songs that we did like on the mm-hmm. album. So, Amber, what, what were some of your favorite songs? I think the one that stood out to me the most was Night Away. Hmm. It's just really pretty. I really liked it. When I heard it, like, that was one of the songs when I first listened to it. I was like, oh. Like, this is a nice song. Like, this is really nice. And I don't know. Maybe it felt like it, it was more, I don't know. His voice just sounds really nice. Like, this, that song worked for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the only song that I would say, like, was, like, my favorite, favorite song. What about yours? Um, I also like Night Away. Um, I thought mm-hmm. it was a very pretty song as well. I don't think all of the, well, at least I couldn't find all of the English translations to all of the songs i only found the english translations to like maybe three of them maybe but anyways i was just saying that um i think all of the song or most of the songs if not all of them are the lyrics are actually kind of dark um mm-hmm. i don't know i didn't have any more th- anything more <laughs> to add to that really just that, yeah i don't mm-hmm. know yeah, in terms of favorite songs, I also like Night Away. I thought the ad-libs were really nice and just it sounded really nice. And maybe, like you say, you know, it, it, it goes well. Or the beat or his voice, his voice goes well with the song, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But that was one of the songs that I, I also really liked when I first heard it, the album. Um, the other song I really like is She Loves Me, She Loves Me Not. Mm-hmm. Um and I think so. That's one of the ones that I did see the English translations for, and it's it's very and it sounds like kind of haunting a little bit, but it's I just thought it was really hauntingly like pretty. Basically, it's it's literally about you know like when people pluck flowers or petals mm-hmm. from a flower. It's like she loves me, she loves me not. I don't know. I'm not explaining it well, but it's a nice song basically, um, and I liked it. Okay, so now we're going to move on to the music video. So he came out with the music video for Guilty. Um, so Amber, what were your thoughts about Guilty? 
Um, the choreo for this was absolutely everything. Um, first of all, he's just a good dancer in general, but like it's just really good. And like honestly, whoever came up with like the hand through the shirt was like brilliant. Like it was such like a subtle sexiness to it. Like it wasn't like, ooh, let me show my show my abs. Blah, 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 look at me. I'm hot. But like it was <laughs> it was just subtle. And I like that the girls did it too that were like the the women that were dancing with him. Mm -hmm. Um they did it too. Cause normally I feel like you don't often see that. I feel like more so guys look to dress up more than girls. Whatever. Anyways, I just like that they just like fully did it. Like they they just went for it. Um, so as far as the outfits go, I liked most of them, but I don't know how I felt about the long, it was like green jean skirt, like the long mm -hmm. one. Um, not really sure how I felt about, I mean, he wore it for like, I think half of the, like the half end of the video for what I remember. I feel like he wore it in. I mean, when it was, when it was, an, uh, yeah, no, I just didn't like it. I don't know why I didn't like it, but I like the black one that he wore. That was nice. I don't know if it was the length, the color, but I will say I thought I thought it was really cool that the belt had keys on it, like it was like a key belt. Hmm. I don't know, it was different. I liked it. Um, and then something that caused me discomfort, I guess, was when they like zoomed in on him like scratching his leg, but like you could see like he was drawing blood basically like the way he was like scratching his leg and I was like ew and they like zoomed in on it I was like ooh, I don't like that <laughs> didn't like it at all but um I think the last thing I want to say is literally about the storyline where they like in an orphanage or like not an orphanage like a home for adult missing people like I don't know like it just felt like they were like it gave me orphanage vibes, but like, mm. I don't know any adults that would be in an orphanage. I don't know what kind of houses that would be, like an adult home, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if those exist. They might, but it just gave me that those vibes. And I wasn't like really sure about the story of the video. But that's all I had to say about Guilty. Um, yeah, I thought they were in, like, a mental health facility. Ah, that makes know. more sense. Because because just because of the dance and how the way they were dancing, which was cool how they were dancing, like, interpretive kind of dance, I was like, maybe they're, like, there's something, like, going on with them, like, mm -hmm. in their minds. Um, but yeah, I also want, just wanted to say that, yeah, the whole, like, scratching with his nails part also kind of creeped me out because mm -hmm. it made it look really realistic um which i mean you know kudos to the uh whoever does the the does that stuff the special effects makeup mm -hmm. stuff because it looked real um but yeah it made me uncomfortable too <laughs> um i also really like the choreo um and um and it was it's been fun i just want to say like this is kind of like a side note like not related to the music video but like it was been fun watching him do some of the do the challenge with a couple idols idols but actually i'm mostly just talking about minho because uh, he did the part with minho and i mean you know if you know you know minho is like buff and so like 
he did. I was like, okay, thank you to the choreographer for adding that in. Um, so that was nice. But anyways, but I also wanted to say that um, regarding the choreo, I've always liked how Taman's choreo has always been like gender neutral. Like he's, I don't, I feel like whenever he danced with what, whether he's dancing with girls or guys, I've always liked that they all pretty much do the same choreo, and it's not like the girls have a part, the guys have a part. So that just kind, of, I was just going back to what you were saying about how you like how the girls also did the part that he did. Um, but that's some, that's something that I've noticed with like with all of his songs, pretty much they've all just done the same thing. But I guess that also goes to, um, that goes with like him as a person because he's pretty like gender fluid, gender neutral or whatever. Um, androgynous? I don't know. But um, anyways, I just like that. Um, and I mean... Anything else you want to say about the choreo? Well, in terms of, I think I said all I want, to, all I want to say about the choreo. I just, I liked, I just liked it. I liked when the parts when he was dancing like by himself. I think the parts when he was dancing, when he was dancing by himself, made me think, are they in a mental health facility or something? Mm. Because he was, yeah, he was just dancing. Um, I don't know what the word is. Are you talking about when it looked like he was like, like somebody like somebody was like grabbing him but it was really him grabbing him are you talking about those parts yeah i guess those oh, parts I was like when he was me. in the home and also well in my head i was thinking like when he was like out in the road or mm-hmm. whatever and so yeah maybe he was acting like someone was like kind of grabbing at him or like pulling him and pulling him in a, a different way i don't know but um he was just very expressive with this movement and i really just liked the choreo um the other the only question I had I also don't know what the concept was for this but um I don't know I just thought they were just in them I don't know what the whole thing about the 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 fire part and the summoning kind of part wherever where they were in the field or whatever I didn't know what that was about not at all um but I also what I, I was also confused about why he was wearing the Native American like kind of headgear I don't know what the term for that is it just kind of threw me off because I was like why is he wearing I don't know and I don't know if that if this is I mean I haven't seen anything but you know maybe I haven't seen anything okay because honestly my timeline is like basically just full of Jungkook and like BTS so I don't know if anything is being said about Taman's album in that part and that part in the video um but I don't know. I was just confused because it didn't seem like it had a meaning for it in the video. Other than that, though, I did like the I did like the, the I did like the overall aesthetic of the video and maybe what he was trying to portray. But I also, in terms of the song itself, I um I didn't really like the part. And I think this not this is not just you know just with this song. I don't like it in any song where people just sing or spell out the words to spell out the letters to a word. I just think it's lazy and I didn't like it. I don't know. I just, it just feels like a filler verse 
when they could have actually put actual words or something in there to actually move the song forward. I don't know. That's just a me thing, I think, though. I just thought it sounded lazy. And I also am not sure how I feel about the talk rapping talk rapping part. Mm-hmm. I just... Like, I love Taman. I do. But I don't think he's a rapper at all. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's a no. singer. And he's just very well at singing. And I appreciate that he tried to do something different. Although this probably isn't the first time he's done it. But it was the first time that it was like really, really apparent to me. And I was like, he didn't, he didn't need to do all that. Um, so I don't know. Maybe hopefully that's not like, I, I hope it doesn't sound mean. It was just my thoughts <laughs> listening to the song and watching the video. But that's it. Was there anything else you want to say about Taman? No. All right. Well, now we're going to do a deep dive into Jungkook's debut album, Golden. Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay. Um. Uh. So we're gonna give our thoughts, overall thoughts about the album, and then we're going to go through each of the songs, except for 3D and Seven. We're not doing 3D and Seven because those came out a while ago, and we talked about both of them already so that's just a this is just a disclaimer um we're skipping them the the first seven we're skipping the clean and the explicit version um because we already talked about them but anyways okay so amber uh what are your overall thoughts about the album i have to say that this is my favorite album from vocal line um, and it definitely did not disappoint. Um, why did you make that face? <laughs> I was just listening to you. <laughs> you made a face like, oh, really? <laughs> just surprise is all. I don't know why. I just really liked it. All of the okay. songs were, I honestly, this album, I did not like, there wasn't a song that I didn't like. So, I it's a win in my book. Um, even well, I mean, well, I mean, I guess there's like a slight caveat because I didn't like Jack Harlow's part in 3D, but just taking imagining that part doesn't exist in the song, all the songs are amazing. Um <laughs> I like that there was a different mix of sounds on the album, but I also didn't like it because the flow of the album just kind of felt like off. Because it went hmm. from, like, what I would consider, like, pop. It was, like, pop to, like, 70s music to, <laughs> like, um, I don't know what you would call, I don't know what you call what kind of music, like, Major major Laser makes. Like, it's like a, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say, though, right? Yes, yeah, honestly, I was even having trouble describing what it was. So is it house music? But it's not really house music. Yeah. Is it like soft EDM? I don't know. know. Like, cause part of me feels like it's like um, like house mixed with a little like Afrobeat almost. Like, yes, like, yes. Like that's what it was. But like, anyways, I'm just saying, sound wise, this album was all over the place. But I still loved it. <laughs> I think, like in my mind, I was like, yeah, it doesn't flow. But like, all of these songs are really good. So, yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to say. I might have more to say later, but that's all. Melissa, what are your thoughts? 
I was just gonna say, well, kind of just before I was gonna get to what I was actually gonna say, I had a lot to say, but I would really try to be succinct because <sighs> Jungkook is my bias, you know. Well, it's between Jungkook and Jimin, but Jungkook is like my bias, so sometimes I can like ramble on. So I'll try not to. But I, what I, what I wanted to say was that I did watch. He's he put a, he's put out a lot of like content over the past like few days, and I need to catch up. But um, one thing he did say. I can't remember if it was in a Spotify interview or maybe it was Spotify. I can't remember. Maybe it was Spotify. But um, he was saying how, like, the first half, which I guess you can tell because it's such a drastic change, but the first half of the album is, like, about falling in love and being in love. And then the second half of the album is, like, when you break up with somebody, which I guess, I mean, like, with but with titles, like, Shot Glass of Tears, I mean, like, you can kind of, like, gauge that already. But I think that's how, so I feel like the content flows in the album, but I agree with you that the sounds do not flow, but the lyrics and, like, the content, I guess, do flow, in my opinion. But, um, my thoughts, you know, it wasn't at a vocal line. I don't think it's my favorite, but I do think that it's a solid like pop album. But I think I don't think I guess it's not my favorite because I like pop. I do. This was just berry pop. And and I don't know. But it's a good pop album. Like for what it's good for what it is. And like he even said that it was meant for an overseas audience. I guess an overseas audience that really enjoys pop music. Target hit. Oh. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so in that in that sense, I guess it's good. Um and I and it's funny, I was just thinking because like <laughs> I just think it's funny how like like if you know nothing, like if you didn't listen to the album like at all before well like the I feel like the title track is very misleading Mm -hmm. like if I didn't know anything if I didn't listen to any of his music and standing next to you was the only song I heard of the album I think I would be upset (laughs) if I listened to the album after that song Mm -hmm. because in my opinion I think that's the best song on the album um yes I do but um but I like 70s type music anyways so but I thought that was funny because I'm like, yeah, if I w- listened to this and then I was like, oh, I wonder if the rest of the album is going to sound like that. It sounds absolutely nothing like that song. I thought that was funny. But I do like that he tried different types of sounds um, or genres, I guess. Well, I don't know. I don't even know if I could say genres because a lot of the songs kind of are all pop. So I don't know. But anyways, um, another thing I wanted to say, like... So he didn't write any of the songs, mm. but and he didn't produce any of the songs, but he did handpick the songs. And you know what? I just wanted to say that, you know, I commend him for actually knowing. It's not that he can't write and produce, because we know he's written and produced and a few. He's produced a couple of BTS songs in the past. So it's not that he can't do it. But even he said that, like, and maybe it's just like where he is in life. But he had said that, like, all he can think about, like, when he writes lyrics is how much he loves ARMY. <laughs> so it's like, you can't really <laughs> write a whole album about loving ARMY. Why not? I don't know. Why not? 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the songs on the album are already like can already could could be like songs for Army already. So I don't know, but um, but I like that he focused on his other strengths, which is which was really the his his vocals and the performances for the songs. Um, and because even since throughout the album, when throughout the album, I felt like he um, I don't know, he tried different things with his voice. Like um, I was gonna say this later, anyways, but. Um, in the beginning of certain songs, I didn't even know that was him or like the way that he said certain, um, the way that he sang certain songs, like you could tell he was like experimenting with how his voice sounds, um, and how to like convey certain emotions. And I thought it was nice. I really liked it. Um, and I mean, basically, the last thing I'm just, I'll just wrap this up. Wrapping it up, I just want to say that, you know, although I, I did like this album, I thought it was a good debut into maybe what he sees for himself in the future. Like, he wants, it seems like he wants to be a global pop star. And, like, what better way to say that you want to be a global pop star than come out with a pop album? Is he not a global pop star already? Like, I think he's a global K-pop star, and I think he's trying to break into, like, just pop, like, just being known for doing uh, pop music, okay, okay. and not necessarily always being associated with K-pop, exactly. but even, which is kind of annoying, but even pop now pop, that this okay. album is out, huh? I said, I feel like K-pop is pop, but just in a different <laughs> language. <laughs> It is, and what was frustrating is that this is a his this whole album is in English, mm-hmm. and people in his music is still on like K-pop playlists. Like I feel like it should just be on pop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a whole other discussion because I think we talked about that. Like I think Seven was nominated for like best K-pop or something, but it's an English song, so I don't know. But yeah, anyway, so I think this was was supposed to be like his way of like trying to break into like being known as a pop artist and not like a k-pop artist who sometimes sings in english i don't know but it would be nice for his next project if we got more of like his own writing like i don't know like i know we've talked about this before okay never mind i'm not gonna talk about it so that's all i was gonna say one thing i wanted to add though was that i really i don't know if you just mentioned it did it I'm gonna just say it. Then you might have mentioned it. I really his English was really good on this album. Like, oh yeah, there were like I feel like sometimes when you know when you sing in other languages, you can really tell like when you can tell it is not their like first language. But I could mm-hmm. I just couldn't really tell on some of like the songs, and I was like, that's really good. Like, cause like anybody could listen to it and never would think like, oh, he's not. Um, English is not his first language um, and I think it's so cute because I know he's trying really hard to learn English so yeah um, that's all I had to say I just want to say I agree with you <laughs> <laughs> and it was it's funny you say that because I can't I think I haven't he did do like a he did go live on Weavers I think maybe the day after the album came out I can't remember 
sometime this week, this past week, he went live. And I saw like a little snippet of it online on Twitter. And he had said basically that he worked with so many different producers. And each time he worked with someone new, they asked him to pronounce things a certain way. And he, and I just want to, and like, I just want, I just, I'm just echoing what you said. Like, I feel like he did such a good job especially with working with different people who want you to sing things in a way that, you know, is new, that may be new to you. Um, he did, a, he, he definitely did a really good job. Cause like you said, there's some artists and they sing in English. You're like, mm, maybe not. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to get into our deep dive of the songs. The first song that we're going to talk about, that we're going to talk about, is Closer to You featuring Major Lazer. So, Amber, um, what are your thoughts about the song? And were there any lyrics that stood out to you? Uh, My thoughts is that this is actually one of my favorite songs. Also, it could be because Major Lazer helped with this because I love his music. Haven't heard, I mean, the the songs that, I, that I've heard from him, I've always really liked, just because he's, like, good at it. Um, mm. And I like the the beginning instrumental. I was going to try to, like, sing it for you, but I can't. Um, but So you guys are going to have to go listen to it. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, like, that beginning bit is, like, a really good introduction to, like, the rest of the song and the, the feeling and the vibe of it. Because it's kind of like you moving, grooving, and it's just, like, kind of, like, chill, whatever. Um, and I would say two lyrics that stuck out to me was the first one is we're speaking with emotions won't look away. And I just really like this because it just feels very intense. Like you're looking in eyes. And I think I just imagine like just junk like staring at someone. And I was like, oh, like, how intense is that? Like junk in your face looking at you. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And then, um, yeah, and so you're just, like, speaking with your eyes and just, like, probably touch, too. It's not said in this lyric, but it's shown, like, well, this is from, okay, this lyric is from the first verse. But, like, in the second verse, like, he talks more about, like, touching. Um, And so that's why I said, like, it feels like, you know, you're speaking with your eyes and probably a little touch. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. That was just, like, one of my favorite ones. And then the second one that I really liked was negative and the positive bringing us closer. Um, Basically, I just like this because it's basically saying that all the things that they are, like, going through or whatever is bringing them closer to each other, whether it be a good or a Mm -hmm. bad thing. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, whether it be a good or a bad thing, I don't, like, it works for them, I guess. I mean, that sounds low-key toxic, but, like, <laughs> whatever. It works for them. Um, and, yeah, so those are the two lyrics that stuck out to me. Melissa, what are yours? Um, well, with the negative and positive, I I thought maybe they were also saying um, that just, uh, like, regardless of what go through, like, whether it's, um, whether it's negative things or positive things, that, they're, mm. that they'll still be together. Like, regardless of what they go through. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the lyrics that... Well, actually, no, before I get into the lyrics, as I was going to talk about, my thoughts of the song. Um, this is my third favorite song on the album. 
the uh, I don't know. But um, anyways, this is my third favorite song on the album. I really just liked how it sounded. I like how like the echoey parts of it, and I liked how like kind of dreamy it sounded. Um, and I just imagined myself like if I was like a rave. Like I was someone who went to raves. I would want to like dance at this at a rave. I'm not a rave person, but it just it gives me that kind of vibe. Like like those early two thousands movies where you're just like, you know, dancing. That's what it reminded me of. Um the lyrics that I liked, I like the part where they said, um, where he said, love me at my lowest. I'll love you when you're barely holding on. Lighten up the darkness. I can be a shoulder when you're not strong. And I just really like this part because to mm. me, it seemed like they were, or like he was basically saying that he'll love you when you're at your worst and he knows that you'll love him when he's at his worst too. And then, and then I thought, could this also be like a song for ARMY? But I don't know. He could, just be, he could just be talking about love just in general, like with someone else. But I don't know. Because I feel like as ARMY, you know, we've been through, you know, we've witnessed BTS kind of. Well, we didn't know, I guess, when we when they were at their lowest. But we've like been with them when they were at their lowest. And they, and they came out with the song, you know, Magic Shop. And, you know, and they're like, you know, oh, we'll, don't worry. We'll, we're here for you too. So, I don't know. I was feeling that kind of mutual, like kind of love with mm-hmm. him and Army. I could also be reaching, but it just reminded me of that because I feel like people are always talking about like how they went through so much in 2018 and 2017, and how we went through w- with them as Army. So, mm. okay. Well, moving on to the next song. Um, the next song is Standing Next to You. So, Amber, what are your thoughts about this song? When I first heard this song, my mind went straight to the movie Roll Bounce. Um, I felt like this was something sweetness would come out skating to. Um, okay. I was, you know what? Don't roll your eyes. <laughs> I was obsessed with Roll Bounce. I loved it so much. So, oh, like, okay. I heard it and I was like, ooh, Roll Bounce, sweetness. And then my head, Jungkook was sweetness and he was rolling out on his skates. Okay? <laughs> That's where my mind went. But I love this song. It's not it, It's not at all what I was expecting to be on this album, but I'm happy it is. <laughs> because based off of 3D and 7 and then this song comes out, I was like, oh, okay, what? what? What is this? But okay. Um, but I like it. Um, and so just like a few like well not a few just two lyrics that I want to discuss is just like I feel like maybe I'll start with my thoughts first I'm gonna say this I believe this song doesn't have like any like a deep meaning and matter of fact I feel like it's a song about sex because (laughs) it made me like the whole pre-chorus made me feel that way and then the lyric where he's like afterglow leave your body golden in the sun and the moon I was like afterglow of what sir like what are you what is what um but yeah that's that that was my little question there but then the second lyric that I pulled out was when it's deep like DNA I was like is this a nod to BTS 
Or will I always just assume that whenever there's a DNA reference in a member's song, it's about BTS? So <laughs> I wasn't sure. Because, like, I know he didn't write the song, but I don't know if the people that were writing the song also took into consideration, like, Jungkook's love for BTS and his, like, career and, like, what he would also want into in lyrics and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's that's just the two things I wanted to say about this song. It's, just, it's a really good song. What are your thoughts, Melissa? Oh, I think I thought that the DNA was a nod to BTS. Mm. Um, he, you mean? I mean, because I would think, I would think they that they that the writers like know about you know BTS yeah. and they would want to incorporate some of like I don't know, just some of what mm, I don't know, some of what they do or what they or I don't know into their music i can't think of the word now but anyways i mean and then he also did the choreo for dna as part of his choreo so i guess that's why i thought it was intentional but um i guess it could be about sex i guess i didn't see that way i honestly didn't see it the way other than the afterglow part i was like oh this is this is about love he wants to stand next to them like physically like stand through the fire like i don't know it wasn't as explicit to me as like or obvious. It wasn't as obvious to me as like seven and um mm. and three D. Um I don't know, maybe I was just maybe I was just also like <laughs> distracted by how much I loved the music and how good mm. he looked and I was just like other than the afterglow part, I didn't really see it. But I guess there is a part in the first core in the first verse. <laughs> But they said Girl. she says something about through the night or something about yes. the night. That's what I said. The pre-chorus, because oh. he was like, you know that all night long we rock, we rock to this screaming. I testify this loving all night long. We flock to the screaming that I testify. Is that about sex? <laughs> I thought they were like I talking to each other. Okay, or he was just like all confessing, night. screaming. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Did we watch the same music video? <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, anyways, this is my favorite song on the album. That's what I wanted to say. I thought I actually I absolutely loved it. I thought it was a perfect song. Absolutely perfect. Like the instruments, his voice, um, the choreo, the part where he goes bass and drums, and the bass and drums comes in. I thought it was just perfect. Um, and I guess I don't know what word. I was going to say I know a word for word. I don't really know what word for word. Well, okay. I, okay, so even if it is, I feel like it's not as, it's still not as obvious mm-hmm. as 7 and 3D. And I mm-hmm. think that's what I like about it. Because, like, back in the day, like, in the 70s, they true. weren't really as explicit about <laughs> those types of things as we are nowadays and i think that's why i liked it so like even so if even if it is about sex it's not like oh oh, i'm gonna i wanna you know whatever like i don't know so i don't know i don't know but um i like the subtlety of it i guess um but also i kind of like so like i guess he he has like a, a a mixture of like 
not genres, but he's he jumps around to different years in like the three like songs, I guess, that he released as I don't know, this is a title track, so I don't know if this if this is like released like really as a single. But like with three D, that was like early two thousands, right? Yeah, it's early two thousands. And then seven was like twenty tens kind of sound. And this is like seventies. So it's kinda cool how he's like trying different like retro kind of sounds. Um anyways, okay. Lyrics the lyrics that I liked, um I basically like the chorus, I guess. I don't know. I like you when he says standing next to you, standing in the fire next to you. Oh, it's deeper than the brain, it's deeper than the pain when it's deep like DNA, something that they can't take away. Hey. I really like that part because I just like how to me it seemed like it was just like a really bad and intense kind of love, like the intensity of love. And I like whenever he's like sing I've watched him perform it. He performed it once. Um I think iHeartRadio is doing some sort of special with him next month. And so they released a couple of uh, videos of him performing a couple songs from the album. And one of them was Standing Next to You. And he just looks so, like, passionate and intense. Like, he really, really means it. And, like, I don't know. I just love that. I just love that part. That's all I was going to say. Okay, moving on to the music video. He came out with a music video for Standing Next to You. So, uh, Amber, what are your thoughts? He's grown. That's my thoughts. I know. That's not my only thought. But he has grown. Um, I thought it was very, like, suave. And I love the gold, golden hue of the lights throughout the whole music video. I mean, the album's called Golden. But, like, it just it just really fit Standing Next to You. Like, it, it really fit. And, um... The, the whole video, I don't know, it felt very like a, like a high society, like secret entertainment vibe throughout the whole thing. Like I mm. couldn't put my finger, <laughs> I was really thinking really hard what to put for it because I couldn't think of like what it would be, but that that's the only thing I could think about. Um, another point is that I love the moves that he does for the breakdown like when he hits like each and every like little move like with his his hands he'd be like in his neck be like I was like ooh, I love I just love moves like that they're like the little teeny moves they're like so good um I was like out of the black like then you know he had the little black wings and I was like immediately my my mind went like black swan um but like you mentioned before, like there's definitely hints, like not hints, but I guess nods to like a bunch of BTS like choreography, like littered throughout this um, music video, which is really cool. Well, the choreography at least. Um, and then like, I just have two questions. Um, the first one is, what was the backdrop dropping supposed to reveal? Like it was just a whole, like, <laughs> it was just. I don't know. I was expecting like I don't know with like a second him to be back there to walk through or something. I don't know what I was expecting to be back there, but I wasn't expecting the the backdrop to fall in and just be a hole. Um, but yeah, that was that. Um, and then my last one is like, why were the drivers fighting part of the scene? Because um, it felt like really random. Like I just see him on stage dancing, and then like the 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 drivers are fighting in front of the stage. And I'm like, wait, what? What is this about? I'm confused. But um, yeah, those are my thoughts. 
Um, I don't know what the hole was supposed to be either. Um, <laughs> so there's that. Um, and the drivers, I thought the drivers fighting was kind of like, um, because there's so many like references to like Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. like in the choreo and stuff. I thought it was, it was kind of like, I, I, I think his dangerous i can't remember if it was in the music video but i remember seeing like a stage performance like a long time ago of him and the people and people were like fighting like choreo fight dancing kind of thing and so i thought it was that was supposed to be like kind of a nod to that like in beat it no i think it was i thought it was dangerous where he was wearing the suit oh you're talking about that fight scene wait when he was in the white suit yeah wasn't that criminal dangerous? criminal i think danger it might have been on the dangerous album but i think that was the smooth criminal um music video okay maybe i don't know why in my head i thought it was dangerous wasn't it on the dangerous album or was it maybe not no black and white that was remember the time i guess what is that song that's like danger okay never mind never mind Maybe it was smooth criminal. Maybe it was smooth criminal. It could be smooth criminal. That's the one where he like leans forward and then like pops back up. Yeah. Wait, wait. Are you talking about when he's in the all black and the leather and they're like in like the subway kind of thing? No, no, no. No? Okay. Oh, he was wearing black in the. Okay, so no, this is live MTV. I guess MTV Awards? I don't know. He was live at MTV in 1995. I don't remember that. I was a baby. I wasn't a baby. I was like I mean, two years old. <laughs> and I remember seeing this a while ago. And so he was in all black and it was a live performance and it was against it. He was wearing a suit and I thought there was like fighting or something. And he was like, stop. Anyways, the point is <clears throat> getting back to the point. Point is, I think the fight scene is supposed to be a nod to one of Michael Jackson's music videos. Um, and so I think that's what the fighting was. Mm-hmm. I just realized Michael Jackson had a lot of fighting in his videos. That's all. That's all I wanted to say. Because <laughs> I definitely named like four different videos that I could think about where he was fighting in it. He must have been an angry person. Okay, that's all. Sorry. Um. Okay, well, yeah, so that's what I thought about the drivers fighting. Um, and okay, so about the music video itself, I almost screamed when I saw Ian Eastwood because I used to watch his videos like a lot, like maybe like 10, over 10 years ago at this point. Because I think I may have been in college. I think I may have been in college. And I don't know, it was just so... I love that basically I just I just love that Jungkook is working with these like choreographers that are I don't know they're just they're they're then I wouldn't say that they're I guess they're established I don't know like I haven't heard of I hadn't heard of him doing anything in a long time but it was really really cool seeing him um so him and Brian I had watched when I was younger which is really I mean he on it now it's kind of weird that I was watching a lot of dance videos and I don't even dance but I don't know I found them really interesting and cool um so that was a cool so that was cool to see him um also 
I started getting a little emotional when I saw that he had six back. There were six background dancers when he was on the stage, and I was like, "It's always, it's always seven. It's always he's always going to be OT 7 I thought that was really cool. Um, and yeah, and so one of the my favorite parts of the video, other than <laughs> he looks so good in that vest. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm. He was really good in the vest. But one of my favorite parts in the video is when he was, um, I didn't know how to describe it, but it's the part where it's just him and there's like a camera that's like kind of following him. Mm. I think it's maybe before the dance break. I can't remember, but there's a, but anyways, there's a part where there's like a camera following him and he's like singing along and he just looked really good. And I was just like, wow. This man, this man is fine. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I get taken aback by like how grown he looks because when you see him like on live and whatever, he doesn't um he doesn't seem like this like adult like I don't know sexy kind of guy. But then when you see him on stage, it's like yeah, no, he's 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 an adult. I don't know. It's just it's. It's very interesting. Okay. So anyways, um, that's all I was going to say. So, okay, moving on to the next song, which is Yes or No. Uh, what were your thoughts about this song? I really like this song. I feel like I'm going to say this for every song. Oh, my God. Okay. I really like the song. The chorus is catchy. And I'm not going to lie. I was not shocked that you know it was good because you know army's boy ed sharon helped write the song and if there's one thing that ed sharon will do is write a good song so i'm not shocked um and i was wondering is the song about someone they just met at a club or someone they were just dating and i couldn't figure that out well i guess like he was dating i don't know i just couldn't figure out but whatever um my two lyrics that i chose to go over are the first one is this ain't another love song baby it's my way of putting fillers out um funny that he says this but then in the chorus proceeds to ask if they are falling in love like (laughs) like to me this is the beginning of a love story like granted you're not like in the in like the throes or depths of the story like your love story but this is definitely the beginning so it's like this is somewhat of a love story mr ed sharon okay um, <laughs> but all right um and the second verse that or not verse but lyric that i liked is if you could see what i see then let's see what it's about and i just i just liked it because it's like he's like really putting himself out there saying like you know like i see this going somewhere do you see this going somewhere and i guess that's like the whole point of this whole song in general because he's basically asking this girl like do do you feel what i feel do you see what i see like yes or no like give me an answer so um yeah those are my two lyrics what about you, Melissa? Um, I also really like this song. I uh, thought the chorus was very catchy. This is my second favorite song on the album. Um, and to me, personally, I feel like this sounds like a 2010 song. Um, <laughs> it's just... I don't know how to say this. 
but um it just feels very light like it's catchy it's cute but it also feels like it's something that a boy band in the early 2010s would write or would sing um but i guess it's not really a bad thing um but i mean so okay so the lyrics that i liked um it was just one he says and are we falling in love say yes or no yes or no yes or no and to me that i think i think is still in alignment with what he said earlier about putting out feelers because this is you know the beginning of like a love story and so to me this part reminds me of how like remember in like middle school people would like ask send like notes or elementary school when people would send notes like with like little check boxes Mm. like yes no like do you want to be my boyfriend yes no or whatever that's what this kind of reminded me of like um I don't know so to me it just reminded me of like maybe not innocent love but like first time love first time kind of crushes kind of thing and I guess that's goes back to what I was saying about like it sounds like a 2010 song to me but it's cute and it's very catchy so yep so the next song the next song is please don't change featuring dj snake so amber what are your thoughts about this song my thought is this must be a song for army right <laughs> like it must I be so. <laughs> i was waiting for this song because it must be a song for army <laughs> Okay, <laughs> let me explain why I felt this way. Okay, because this song. Okay, no, wait, hold on. Let me say the lyric, and then I'll just get into it. But I, I really felt this in my heart. That was like this. I think I've gotten into the habit of when they started putting out solo. I feel like it started more so with the vocal line. I've been trying to figure out like. Oh, what song is for Army? Which song is for Army? So I was, I was, I was going through this, and I was like, which one is it? Is this one? Is this song right here? Um, but the lyric that stuck out to me—I don't even know if I should read the whole thing, but I guess I will. Um, it's a long one, so bear with me. Um, the lyric is: Even if your stars align and your light years away, I'll be the same. I'll be the same. Tell me if my stars collide and I'm light years away, will you do the same? And then I also like the chorus, and it goes: Could you? Could you please? Please don't change. Please, please don't change. Cause I love you. I love you. Oh, I love you. Love the way you are. Please, please don't change. Okay, I probably could have taken out some of the repeated words and just said, like, this repeats. But, like, you guys get the gist of why, where I'm going with this, right? And it's just, like, he's, like, you know, telling Army. Um, <laughs> he's saying, like, how much he loves us. And he, like, and the love he has for us will never change. And he, he hopes that we'll still feel the same way that he feels and that we still still love him no matter what. Like, even if like we go on to do whatever we want in life or just live our lives and move on, we will still love him no matter what. And it's like, we will love BTS and him. And it's just like, yes, I was sitting here like, yes. I will always love you guys, no matter where my life takes me. Um, <laughs> it's not like a crazy fan right now. I'm really sorry. Um, and the other part is like this kind of really reminded me of the feeling I got from Jimin's, I guess, like hidden track um, letter. Um, because I don't know. Immediately when I heard this, well, like this part, the like don't change or like the the sentiment of like 
it almost felt like he's saying like I'll always be here will you always be here and I got that same sentiment from like Jimin's letter song and so I think this is also why it made me think that this was a song for ARMY but um mm. yes and I just really love this song as well Melissa what are your thoughts <laughs> well uh I agree that this could be for ARMY mm-hmm. just because <laughs> just because <laughs> Just because he tends to talk a lot about, um, you know, he tends to talk about his love for army, and which is, and I mean, okay, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going off on a tangent. I'm not going off on a tangent, but I just wanted to say, like, lately he seems to be asking the question a lot, like on his lives or just in interviews, like why army, you know, loves BTS or loves them, and um. I don't know, and with him like a being about to enlist soon. Well, I don't know, sometime within the next few months, I guess. I don't know. Um, this felt like this was kind of like a message to us, um, like you know, you know, telling us, you know, not to change and to still be there to support them even when they're all in the military. Um, and yeah, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with the whole like he keeps asking us well I guess because like it's almost like it seems like there's like this fear that like when they go away like army is going to maybe I don't know what do, do people but I feel like that's pretty rare it's pretty rare for like if you're a really a fan of a group you're not gonna like be like oh so-and-so's in the military so I'm gonna go be a fan of someone else I don't know but it's just weird how like it seems like he had this fear, fear. do people do that I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they might use other groups to distract them, but like they never forget the love that they have for you. <laughs> I can't take myself serious. Sorry. But they're like, I feel like they never forget like the love that they have for like the people that are in the military right now. Like they're like, while you're in there, there's no content coming out. I'm still thinking of you and counting down the days, but I'm just going to distract myself over here. Hmm. Maybe. But I feel like. Big Hit is like really good at pre-planning mm. for when they go in the military. Like even though Jim's been in the military for, I think he's like sixty. I saw the little. There's someone's tracking like Jim's like you know time in the military, and apparently he's like sixty percent done. So yeah. even though he's sixty percent done with his um, enlistment, they've been putting out like monthly messages. Um, Coldplay just did a he just played the astronaut so like it's like people are like still like thinking about them and I don't know anyways but yeah I guess it I guess I guess you're right there are other groups for the companies like don't I guess put out group content for people for for their groups um or they'll have solo members put out stuff okay whatever anyways moving on sorry I was going off on a tangent the point of this is that I think this could be a song for ARMY. Um, and But uh, I also think that in terms of the way it sounds, I thought it sounded similar to um, Closer to You, um, but with a hint of Afrobeats, which I think we kind of talked about a little bit earlier, or you said earlier, and I would agree with that. Um, lyrics that stood out to me, I liked... Well, the part that stood, not that I really liked it necessarily, it stood out to me because... It, it aligned with one of his photo shoot concepts that I watched. Um, 
And anyway, so it's lights on camera, fast life stamina, nowhere to hide on a satellite, life on camera. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, and I think they also said it on Genius.com <laughs> that uh, he's talking about himself here um, and how, you know, we look at him and watch and have witnessed him grow up and just like express himself and whatever, like through screens for pretty much his whole life. I don't know if that necessarily means like how long, not his whole life, but I guess since he's been in BTS. Um, but anyways, but I thought uh, that this um, aligned also with his concept photos for one of the albums. I haven't gotten my album as yet, but I know there's one where he's wearing all white and he's like has a video camera and he's like looking at himself through the camera. Or like, well, I guess we're looking at him at, through the camera and like there's like a TV screen like underneath him. And I was like, okay, this is this song or this concept is probably meant to coincide with this song um and yeah it must be interesting living your life like that but i guess if you have boundaries and okay well anyways that's all i was gonna say okay so the next song is hate you um so my thoughts about this song is I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it. But I think the production is a little strange. And I'll tell you why I think it was a little strange. I didn't like how the verses sounded like really empty with the like production wise. And then the chorus is all of a sudden, all of a sudden sounds like really like full. And like, I don't know, I just thought it was awkward. And I feel like they should have just had the whole song on the same like wavelength or I don't know what the word is but like if you're gonna have a full song make the whole song full or make it full and then like maybe take out a couple instruments or something I just feel like it was just weird how like you have Jungkook like basically crying in these lyrics and then and then um this like really full like chorus I don't know and, and I feel like it didn't make sense like I feel like if anything if he was gonna start sounding like he was like crying it should have been like during the chorus because that's where he literally says like I'm gonna hate you um so I don't know I thought that was just a little strange um and also maybe it's just me and maybe maybe it was Jungkook I don't know but I swear that I could hear Sean Mendez in the chorus, like underneath Jungkook's vocals, and it was kind of, bo- and it kind of bothered me. I don't know, like maybe I'll look at it again, listen to it again, and like maybe I've listened to it a few times, but like underneath, I swear he's in there, but I don't know. But I know that I also know that that's pretty normal for like when people do demos. Like generally, the the, the person the person who does like ad libs or whatever. Um, or the chorus can be in the song but I don't know because I know Shawn Mendes's voice it was just like mm, it was a little distracting because I felt like I couldn't really focus on Jungkook and all I could hear was Shawn Mendes but that's just maybe that's just me I don't know but the last thing I want to say 
is that I did like how Jungkook sounded on this song because I did like how emotional he sounded and he did he literally sounded like his heart was breaking and I was just sitting here like wow like who really did this man wrong like what did they do to him like I was like it's just it like it was very it was like so that's how I felt about the song the one lyric that I don't know. I don't really know if my interpretation of this lyric is right. I'm just going to say it. But I liked it's not the truth, it's not the cure, but hating you is the only way it doesn't hurt. And, you know, I just felt like, you know, that's sad, but I guess it's understandable. I could relate. But I guess, but I guess it's easier. Maybe it's easier to hate the other person and like hold a grudge against them for things that they may or may not have done in a relationship um because maybe if you're like if you're like oh well you know like I get why we broke up or whatever then that means that the relationship is done and you have to move on and like it's like for real for real done but I don't know anyways those are my thoughts what about you um a couple things one when you were talking about the production you know i wonder if that was done on purpose um just because you said like the choruses sounded like he was he was like it was like a full song right is that am i getting the gist of this right like it just felt like there was more heart in it is that what you're saying Maybe, yeah. It just felt like there was like more instruments and it was more like like it sounded almost like to me it sounded almost like a different song. Oh. Like the verses was gonna be was were, were gonna be different. I don't know. I was wondering if they were just doing it on purpose because it's like to me like the 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 verses I felt were more like I'm hurting. But then, like, the chorus was like, okay, like, I'm hurting, but this is what I'm going to do to move past it. So I thought mm-hmm. he was a little more confident in his feelings or a way to move forward. And I wonder mm-hmm. if that's why they did it the way they did it. Um, okay. And as far as the show minutes, I didn't hear him, but I also feel like I haven't listened to enough Sean Mendez's song. Like really know what his voice sounds like, like for you, like for me to like really like pick it out, like you know just pick it out from like wherever he's singing. Um, so I'll have to listen to it again, like listen to Shawn Mendes and then listen to the song and then see if it's there. Um, and I think that's all. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> um, as far as like just commenting on what she said. Um, but my thoughts on this song is I thought it was a good song. I I I like the song. I did, but I don't I don't think I loved it as much as like other people were saying they love this song I because think. I was on TikTok and they were like, "Oh my god, this song is so good." Oh my goodness. And I'm just like, it's I mean, it's good, but it's not like, "Oh my gosh, like I need to tell the entire world how great this song is." Um but yeah, okay. Um, and then I think the last thing I just wanted to say is just like also see that Sean Mendes helped write this song made me think like, is this how he was feeling about Camilla? Because I remember when like their whole like thing came out about them breaking up, it was they they very much said like 
they it it wasn't one like bad terms like it was it was very mutual so okay at least that's what i remember i think because i don't think it was like anything bad they just decided to go their separate ways um and i would say the lyric that stuck out to me was was the chorus um and i just say i just say that because like i've always heard about relationships that like ended mutually kind of like with camilla and sean or whatever um and it's just, like, without someone doing something bad, like, maybe they just, like, grew out of each other, but, like, they still really cared about the person, they loved them, and I've, like, always heard people say, like, those are the ones that are usually the hardest to get over because there's nothing that they can hate them about or that they can be, like, I love this, but, like, they're, like, oh, I really miss them, I love them, like, there's nothing that can be, like, okay, well, they also, like, cheated on you, so should you love someone that cheated on you? But if someone doesn't do anything, it's just, like, oh like what am I gonna do so it's like oh I'm gonna hate you like I'm just gonna I'm gonna make something up you know because they're like painting you like mm-hmm. the villain that you never were um so yeah that's the part that really stuck out to me um in this song so yeah that's all I have to say okay so the next song is somebody so everybody your thoughts about this song um, I don't really have any overall thoughts for this song <laughs> because I keep saying that like, oh, this song is good. I like this song. I just assume that all these songs are good <laughs> because I feel like I'm just going to keep repeating myself. But I will say that the, um, that there's one lyric that stuck out to me and it's, um, oh, I hope you'd find somebody. I hope you find somebody to ride, somebody to die. Oh, I hope you find somebody. I hope you know that somebody ain't me. And like this part just kind of made me giggle because when he said, he's like, oh, I hope you find your ride or die. And he's like basically just wishing them the best. But he's just like, oh, but by the way, that, that ain't me. Like, <laughs> this is not me. Do not count on it being me. So like, I, I like all well wishes, but it ain't me. <laughs> And so that's what I got from it. But um yeah, that's the only thing that really stuck out. Melissa, what are your thoughts? Um Yeah, I just before I get into like my thoughts about the song, I just wanted to say my lyric first because my lyric is kinda like I just would say like I guess I, I think I got the same idea from as you for the song. Uh, because the lyric that stood out to me was my heart can sense it. I don't need you to explain. Pull the course, put the chain. There's so much damage going through the motion makes. And basically, I just felt like it was, he, was, he was using all these metaphors to basically say, you know, we're done. Um, like, pull the course, put the chain. I was just like, how many ways? It's almost like, how many ways do I have to say it? Like, <laughs> it's over. That was, that was funny. Um, but just overall in the song, like, this is the song where I, I said earlier, like, I didn't even realize this was him in the first verse. Because he just sounded so different. And, like, I knew there were no collabs uh, on this album other than the one with Lotto and Jack Harlow. But I was like, is there someone else on here? And it was just him. And then, like, when he, after he did the first verse, he started to sound like himself, like, normally again. And I was like, okay. So that's, he was just trying something different. Which goes back to what I was saying earlier about how he was, like, experimenting with, like, different voice in different ways which I really liked um also 
I kind of, okay, so I don't know. I like the song now, but it took a few listens. Because at first, I couldn't get into, like, the beat. Because there's something about this beat. I don't know. I don't know just me. But, like, there's a part in the beat, and th- I think in the chorus, where it sounds like it's a little bit out of time than the rest of the song or the rest of the verse. And it's like I think it's when he's when when he says hope I hope to hope to find somebody hope you know that somebody ain't me and there's like a I don't know instrumental part but then there's like an extra beat or something in there. Anyways, it was it was it was it was pissing me off a little bit because I was like, what is this beat? But I I think I'm 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 fine with it now. I'm fine with it now. Just I don't know. Anyways, little things like that was kind of bothered me because I'm like, why did you put that extra beat there? But it's all good now. I like the song. It's, it's, it's a good song. Okay, that's all I was going to say. Um, moving on to the next song. The next song is Too Sad to Dance. Um, I'll give my thoughts first for this one. Uh, you know... Earlier I said this is a pop album. And I feel like this sounds like a very typical pop song that you would hear on the radio. Which is fine if, like I said earlier, like if the intent is to like have a song that is like very popular, that people can like easily listen to, that's like a real digestible kind of pop song. I feel like that's the song. That's that's this song. Cause I'm just when I first heard it, I was like it's not like something that you would hear on like a regular pop radio station, which is maybe that's what he was looking for. Maybe maybe it's what his thought process was when he picked the song. Some the one lyric that stood out to me was also kind of funny, but I mean, I would just want to preface by saying that like I know this isn't really a funny song, but some of the concepts were funny to me. So the lyric <laughs> that I thought that I liked was he said, "So last night I went to the club, had a couple too many, threw up. Not everybody's laughing at me." And it's not funny, but when the song came out, someone online was like, I think you, you, he just needs to go home. Like, Junkin just needs to go home. And so, like, if you're at the point where you're, like, throwing up, I'm just like, yeah, I agree. Like, you should <laughs> go home at that point. Like, it's embarrassing. Like, yeah. why can throw it up at a club? Anyways. So the concept was funny. And then, like, just in general, this whole song is just, like, if you're too sad to dance, just don't dance. Like, I don't know. Like, why are we writing a song about maybe he's very passionate about dancing and maybe he was just so sad he couldn't dance. I don't know. I don't know. It was just, it was just, the concept was was kind of funny to me. Um, but guys, you know, if you get to the point where, like, you're throwing up after drinking, just, just go home. Go home. Yeah. Um, that's all I was gonna say. What about you? Uh, as far as the concept for this, I I don't think I took it as literal. Like I thought, too sad to dance was like he's having like it's too like he's just too sad to enjoy life yeah. and to go out like just hang out with his friends and stuff. But yeah, okay, that's like the only thing I wanted to touch on as far as the concept. Um, but my thoughts on this when I first heard it was like this sounds like Justin Bieber's Love Yourself. Um, but I think it's it's like the just like the guitar or like the cadence of it. Um 
And I guess that kind of goes with what you said. It sounds like your typical pop song because like it like it is easy to listen to because this song like Love Yourself is like all over the radio when it first came out. And it's it is a very easy song to listen to. Um, but yeah, that's all. I just thought it sounded like that. And then the two lyrics that stuck out to me were the first one was, and now I just wait by the telephone, you ain't coming back, and I should have known, and that's why I'm too sad to dance. And I just was just like, he definitely said in somebody that that man wasn't him, but now he wishes it was. So, like, don't cook up your mind because what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm a little confused. Um, and the second thing, the second verse that's not verse, why I keep saying verse lyric that stuck out to me was he told me, walk that walk alone, talk that talk, you know, cause you don't need no one to dance. Um, and I just thought this was like a really good lyric because, um, it's just basically saying like, you can be happy and do your own thing without them. Even if you're hurting, even if you miss them, like you don't need them to have fun. They are not what. I mean, they might have been something that brought joy to your life, but it's not the only thing. So you can like just go out and be happy. But then I also saw on genius.com, I guess I think it's dot com. Um, somebody put like a little annotation that said it also might be related to um permission to dance by BTS. Um, because you know they're like, I don't need to, what do they say? I don't need to walk that walk or talk that talk. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me let me stop making up lyrics. Let me <laughs> Let me stop making a lyrics. They said, oh, okay, here it is. Okay, it says, don't need to talk that talk. Just walk that walk tonight because we don't need permission to dance. And I, I could see where they got that from because it's like, yeah, you don't you don't need a one to dance. So um, I thought that was really cool um, that they that there's that comparison. And I completely agree with the person that made that annotation. Um, and that's all I had to say for this song. I just wanted to say, yeah, I don't know why I took it so. I don't know why I took it so literally. <laughs> yeah, I think the the dance could just be like just life in general. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, the next song. This is also it's also the last song that we're going to talk about. Is "Shot Glass of Tears." Um, so Amber, what are your thoughts about this song? This is not the country song I thought it was going to be, but it's a good song. I don't know. When I heard, like, when I heard that, I was like, that was going to be the title for one of the songs. I was like, this is giving me full, like, country vibes. Like, is he, is he going for a country vibe right now? I don't know. Um, But it wasn't. Um, But also just an overall thought on just the lyrics. It just sounds like he's really going through it like really going through it um and the two lyrics that stuck out to me was I was cold now I'm freezing stuck in a permanent season um I don't know I just liked this wordplay I guess because like it, it really made me like um understand like of what what he was saying like not being able to move on like especially the permanent season is like I'm thinking winter and then you're stuck in winter and you're just like cold and like usually when people say they're cold and it comes to like relationships or sadness is like they're they're 
heart's cold on the side and it can't move on and they're not ready to. So um, it was like a very nice like visual or or picture painted that would help everyone understand what they're trying to say. Um, and then the second layer that stuck out was she got some dangerous hobbies like chasing after the sun and making me fall in love. And I don't know. I just like this because it's like she he loves the fact that she's doing what she wants to do and just kind of like she's almost almost sounds like she's kind of I don't know risky in it kind of or just like I don't know maybe chasing life without a goal I don't know I'm sorry I'm sorry to think about like the chasing the sun like you can never obtain the sun like it's not something you can actually touch but maybe I'm taking it too little anyways anyways what I'm saying is <laughs> I first thought about it when I first put this lyric down I was just saying it just seems like he loves the fact that she does what she wants to do and she's going after what she wants and that kind of thing makes him fall more in love with her um and yeah that's all what are your thoughts? Um, I think this one is the most like well written out of all the songs. Mm. It's I liked all the metaphors. Um, because I I like that permanent season lyric too. That's a good one. Um, I don't think I thought about it in the same way that you did, but I also just don't think I was like really thinking hard about the song. But I really like, but I really like it. Um, the meaning behind it. Um, that you interpreted it to be um but i also agree that this is a just a very emotional song i did not think it was gonna be country i don't even know <laughs> why you said that i mean i get i guess why you said that <laughs> you have to come for me like that <laughs> i mean i just didn't think it was gonna be country um i just thought it was gonna be a sad song but um it was very emotional um and i think I also like it because he actually does drink. And so, like, I also felt like this... So I could picture him, like, sitting at home with, like, a glass of, like... Well, he likes highball, right? So, um, with, like, a highball or something or whiskey or something. Like, just drinking away his sorrows. And I'm just like, oh, the visual is just so sad. But I, but it's, like, something realistic. Like, I feel like this, like, this is something that could actually... He could actually, like... I could see him doing. Um... I like the lyric where they said, I guess this is the chorus. Got, got a shot glass full of tears. Drink, 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 say cheers. I got all these diamonds running down my face and I ain't letting any of them go to waste. And I just really like the visuals of this because um, he's literally drinking his sadness and like his sorrows um, away. Um, and I liked that the writer use diamonds as a metaphor for tears i thought that was pretty clever because it seemed like he was saying that his tears are so precious he's not going to waste any of it um and i just really oh, i just really liked it I, I really love the visuals for this song um i like metaphors mm. maybe it's not like complex or anything but i don't know i just really liked it it's a good song great song yeah, um, I also like the part where he said diamonds running down my face. I was like, oh, I don't know when I when I was like listening to it while I was working when that when that line popped up, I was like, oh, that's a that's a good line. <laughs> I was like, I would like when I highlight that, underline that, save it for later. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you have anything else you want to say about Jungkook or Taemin? Um, 
Um, I think the only thing I was gonna say about Jungkook was that like I I'm proud to have witnessed how far he's come as like a performer and artist as someone who's been an army. I haven't been I haven't been an army that long. I mean since like 2018. I guess it's compared to like some newer people I guess that is kind of long but there's people that you know have been with them since like when they debuted but um it's been it's it was I'm really proud of him and it's been really amazing to see all of the members go through this process of like putting together an album and like doing all the promotions and it's been so amazing to see how like they're all so different. And I think I knew that they were all so different. I knew that they were different, but like when them putting out with each with each with each of the members putting out their own solo albums, like I'm really seeing how different they all are. And it's amazing how like they all just work together so well in this group. And I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, to see him go from, just Jungkook in particular I'm talking about right now, but just to see him go from, like, I don't know, this really young, like, I didn't, wasn't into them when he was, like, 15, but, like, I've seen, like, old videos of him and, like, how, like, kind of shy and, like, insecure he kind of was back then to now over here talking about what he's talking about in Seven. And I'm like, I don't know, he just seems so much more confident on stage and in himself as a person. And it's been it's been it's been amazing to it. And that's all I was gonna say. All right. Um I agree with you. Um, okay. I agree. It's I mean, I, I was I mean, I was only a fan of theirs like what, three years before you? But um so that'll be 2015. Yeah, that's three years. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, my math is not mathing right now for some reason. Sometimes I had to double check that. But I agree. It's 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 nice to see him go from like giving us this image of like being a little baby to like actually being like a man. He's like, look at me, I'm a man. And we're like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever you say. Uh-huh. You got it. <laughs> um and yeah and I'm just I agree with you for like all the members it's interesting that we didn't get the same sound from any of them at all and I also feel like that's just they're different and I also think that's what makes BTS work something that like I feel like I've always loved about them is that they were all still their individuals while still being part of this group and then I think it's also interesting that they have all these different like musical focuses in their solos, but when they come together, like it just it just works. And I don't I don't know how, I don't know why, but I'm happy it does. And I don't want to try to figure it out because I feel like I would like I don't know, I don't know, like do something illegal. I think that's illegal to know exactly how it works. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Um, but yeah. All that to say, proud of them. Um, and I can't wait to hear music that Jungkook writes. Um, so, yeah, um, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, if you have any thoughts 
on Taman's album or Jungkook's album, please let us know on Instagram, Twitter, or email us. The links are in the description. If you want to hear more, please subscribe and follow. Thank you for joining us today. And we hope you stay safe out there in this crazy world around us. And we will talk to you later. <laughs>